This is episode number 157 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, welcome on to the Two Birth and Beyond podcast. It's Jesse Mundell and I'm here chatting with you for a solo episode today. Anita is on a break from the podcast for this week, but will absolutely be back on next week. So today what we are talking about is finding your minimum effective dose of exercise in pregnancy, postpartum, and parenthood. And we are going to really get clear on what this means so you can find an exercise schedule, routine amount of exercise that is truly benefiting you in your life right now. So not for the life that you would want to have, say in six months or a year, not the exercise schedule that you had a year ago or two years ago. Let's consider what is actually happening right now and then match your exercise to fit with that. So this is how I talk about it with my fitness coaching clients in our two pregnancy and beyond membership, which is fitness coaching for pregnant and postpartum people. So when we're finding the minimum effective dose of exercise that can support us in these time periods, what do we mean by that? We generally think within our health, and I'm doing quotations right now, health culture and in the fitness industry that more is better. And we do this with a lot of things in our life, right? Especially when we're talking about health behaviors, we think that if eating some kale or spinach is good, then we should eat all of the kale and spinach or that 10, 15 minutes of cardio is good for our heart health, then we should be doing all of the hours of cardio. And it simply does not fit that way with our exercise schedule and for lots of other things that you might be considering how your mindset fits with different behaviors that you might do. So in this time period that we're in as well, we're recording this in January 2021. We're also right in this new year, new you, stuff that comes at us in full force at this time of the year. And we're getting all these exercise programs maybe thrown our way. So this idea that we need to be doing more and more and that's better and that's going to make us healthier and uh, we really just need to take a take a look at these ideas from a critical lens and determine if this is even true and if this is even right and accessible and beneficial for us. So the minimum effective dose of exercise is the amount of activity that helps you to feel well that you can realistically fit into your life that feels manageable 
and last but not least that you like that you enjoy and this might not be that you like doing every time or you feel motivated to move your body every time but to some degree you enjoy the movement you feel good after it and that is helping you along so here is how we sort this out and I want to note that this can be difficult to parse through if you're someone who has been an athlete, you identify as athletic, or you have used exercise as a tool to control your body composition in some way. And those are all the places that I have come from in my journey with exercise, so I totally get what you're feeling if this is where you are landing too. So here's what I think about in terms of is my exercise routine supporting me physically? So does this feel good on your body? Really truly, especially in pregnancy and postpartum, this is an excellent opportunity to take a look at the exercise that you're doing and really figure out if this feels good on your body because your body is going through a whole lot of changes during this time period to its physical composition. So check in with yourself. Does this feel good on my body? Am I recovering well after workouts? Do the exercises that I am doing during the actual workout itself feel good? Is my ego getting in the way? Am I doing these movements just because I think that I should be able to? Take a look at it. Does it feel good on your body? Are you recovering well after workouts? For me, I think about does this amount of exercise in, say, my weekly routine help me to keep a level of physical strength that I enjoy and that helps me along in my life? And that, honestly, right now is specifically in parenting. So I have a two and a half year old and a five year old. And for me, having some level of strength is helpful. So having some muscles, having some muscular strength, being able to carry them, to lift them, to go do activities outdoors with them. I want some level of strength and does this exercise routine help me along in that way? For myself also and for a lot of our fitness coaching clients is another consideration being Does this amount of movement and exercise help to keep my symptoms and my pain in check? So for a lot of people, some regular consistent exercise can really help with their incontinence, their leaking, their lower back pain, their pelvic organ prolapse symptoms, maybe some neck pain or tightness in the shoulders. So regular movement can help those symptoms and discomfort and aches and pains in the body to settle, to really reduce, and for some people even to eliminate. I know for myself that really one of the main goals of regular exercise for me is just keeping a handle on lower back pain that can flare up for me or upper back tightness 
through, say, the back of the rib cage, the upper back, that tends to ramp up for me if I have been maybe not moving as much or more so during doing more work at the computer and then again not moving my body in very many other ways except for staying in this one position typing away at my laptop and a couple other things that i would check in with yourself about does the amount of exercise that you are doing help to boost your energy does it make you feel better does your energy become and stay higher after workouts or is it depleting you is it making you feel more tired more fatigued with the amount of exercise or the intensity of exercise that you are doing because especially in these time periods of pregnancy postpartum we most likely want to look at exercise as a boost for us as there's going to be so many times where you are just so tired. So how can it help you along? And the last point here physically that I always come back to is don't forget that exercise can help you sleep. Don't forget that exercise can help you sleep. So you might want to or you might notice that when you get, say, two, three workouts in per week, that you are sleeping better more consistently on those nights after the workout. Let's go on to mental and emotional health now that we have tackled some of the physical health stuff that exercise can absolutely support us with. How can exercise help you to complete the stress cycle? This is something that I have really been thinking about through the last year of 2020 where we know so many of us were under a significant amount of stress, more so than say whatever your normal might be. So I really looked at exercise as a means to completing the stress cycle. So how could it help me to move my feelings, essentially? I thought about it in terms of moving my rage a lot of the time, getting these feelings out and through my body so then I was able to move on and function to the next thing in my life, which was, of course, most often working in my business, showing up in my business, parenting my kids, How could I be able to better show up and use exercise to help me along in that? Is this amount of exercise that you're doing helping you to boost your creativity, helping you to process and think through your thoughts? I know for our clients, that's one of the things that they say over and over again is that they just have a clearer mind after exercising, that they're able to think through that they felt so overwhelmed and anxious and exercises is a thing that helps to center and ground them. And that might be something that you experience for yourself too. What I do want to mention here in trying to figure out this minimum effective dose of exercise that's right for you is that you might notice that you are 
overthinking or you are obsessing over when your next workout is going to be or how you're going to fit that workout into your day or you're anxious about how hard the workout is going to be, again, really taking a look at is this exercise routine and schedule supportive for my mental health at this time? Is this supporting me emotionally? If you are anxious about the workouts, if you are worried about fitting in all these exercise bouts or sessions throughout the week, is that benefiting you? What might happen if you decrease or reduce? Is that something you might be able to try? So going into this next year, what I would encourage you to think about is not how much exercise can I do through this pregnancy, through this postpartum period, if you're a parent of older kids. Really, again, take a look at this line of thinking that more is better with a critical lens and know that it's not always better. Know that it is not always benefiting you to just try to be doing more and more and more. What is the minimum effective dose of exercise that can help you along in the life that you have right now? As an example, for me, and this does not have to be for you, but for me, that looks like two to four workouts per week. Over the last year, I was at the lower end of that, often two, sometimes three, two to four workouts per week, and those are generally in the 15 to 20 minute range. 30 minutes is a longer workout for me. And I want you to know that where I have come from in the last six, seven years of my experience with exercise is that this has been a gradual change for me. If I was recording this podcast for you seven years ago and told you that I was exercising twice a week for 20 minutes, I would have thought that that was not healthy, that I should be doing more to better my health. But the truth is, this is what I've been doing for the last five, six years now, keeping this exact schedule. And it absolutely has supported me through two full-term pregnancies, two cesarean birth recoveries, breastfeeding babies and toddlers, raising kids, running a business, being in relationships, being a CEO. So come back to this for yourself. What is the minimum effective dose of exercise that you can be accessing right now that helps you to feel well and truly, truly well? That you can realistically fit into your life and feels manageable and that you enjoy. You're not motivated to do every workout. Let's not go that far, but you enjoy it. There are benefits for you, perhaps on the other side of that workout. I hope that is helpful, my friends, finding your minimum effective dose in pregnancy, postpartum, parenting. What is the amount of exercise that helps you to feel well? Go find it. 
We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 